0: Hi, my name is Ben McMoran. I'm a software engineer here at Microsoft, and I'm here today to talk to you about how Microsoft contributed to a third-party open source project that allows you to connect USB devices to WSL. So why would you want to use USB devices in WSL? Well, it's been a really highly requested feature for a long time, and beginning with Windows 11, you can attach USB devices. This enables scenarios with embedded devices, like an Arduino or the Azure IoT Dev Kit, uh, smart card readers, Bluetooth dongles, or any of a variety of other scenarios where you might want to interact with a physical device from WSL. I'm going to show you how to try this on Windows 11 by using an insider's build. Let's see it in action. So I'm using WSL2 on the latest version of Windows 11 on the Insiders channel. I'm also going to install the USB IPD Win project. This is the third party open source project that Microsoft has contributed to, and I'm installing the version 1.0.0 of this project. For the demo today, I'm gonna be using the Azure IoT Getting Started Guide Specifically on the MX chip AZ3166, which is the Azure IoT DevKit development board. But many other USB scenarios should work. This is just an easy scenario to demonstrate. Right now, this embedded device is attached to my computer, and I can see it here in Device Manager as ST Link Debug. Also, notice that from within WSL, if I run LSUSB to list the attached devices, it doesn't show up there. We only see these root hubs. In order to attach this device to WSL, I start in an administrator command prompt by running USB IPD WSL list. This shows me the set of USB devices that are currently attached to my host computer on Windows, a brief description of the device, and whether or not the device is attached to any WSL instances. In this case, none of the devices are attached to WSL, and so they all show as not attached. I can see that this d- device 4-2, the S-key Link debug, is the one that I'd like to attach to WSL. In order to do that, I just run another command, usbipd, WSL, attach, dash B to specify the bus ID, and then 4-2. At this point, usbipd is running a command in WSL, and it needs root access, so it's asking for sudo permission. I'll go ahead and enter my password. And now the device is attached. We can see this by looking in the device manager and noticing that there's no longer an ST link device here. And if I run lsUSB on WSL, we can see that the, the device shows up in the Linux device tree. So that's cool. But what can I actually do with this device? Well, I'll go ahead and start VS Code with this getting started guide project so that we can try programming and debugging the device. I'll note that this is using the WSL remote support in VS Code so that from Windows, VS Code can open a project that's hosted in WSL. And you can see that here with WSL Ubuntu. I went ahead and set a breakpoint here for board initialization so that I can understand what this project does as it starts up. In order to debug it, i will go over to the debug settings, select the launch configuration that I want, and try to start debugging. Here we can see that it's starting to flash the device. This might take a few seconds. And now notice that we've hit a breakpoint here. This is an implicit breakpoint at the very first instruction that this embedded device is executing, where it's setting up an interrupt table. At this point. We can use VS Code just like normal to debug this embedded device as if it was attached to Windows. I can continue and I'll hit that breakpoint I said earlier and I can continue and just let the program run. If I break later, I'll get some call stack that I'm at inside the system application and the rest of VS Code's capabilities should work even though we're running from within a WSL instance. We'll go ahead and close Visual Studio Code now and discuss how you would take this device back if you want it on the Windows side instead of on Linux. One easy option is you could just physically detach the device from your computer and reattach it. When you reattach it, it'll always come back to Windows. But if you don't wanna do that, there's a detach command as well. Back in the administrator command prompt here, I can run USB IPD WSL detach and just like before, I need to specify which device I'd like to detach. Here I'll do dash B4-2, just like before. And the device is now detached. We can see that by running lsusb here and noticing the device no longer shows up in the list. And if we look at the device manager, the st link debug device is back. So how does this all work? In order to explain, let me bring in Nelson, a software engineering intern who worked on the contributions that made this possible. I'm here with Nelson, who worked with us this summer. Nelson, could you tell us a little about yourself?
1: Sure thing. Hi, I'm Nelson, and I'm a software engineering intern working on embedded tools. This summer, I work on enabling developers to debug and test their USB devices with WSL. Specifically, I work on improving a third party tool that allows users to share devices using the USB IP protocol.
0: Cool, how does that work?
1: So you can start by running a Windows command line tool where you specify a USB device that you would like to share. The tool takes care of routing USB information over the network and attaching that device inside the WSL instance. So once attached, you can use a standard Linux commands as if it was physically attached to the machine. When you are done using your device, you can issue another command from Windows to detach the device from the VSL or just unplug the device.
0: Wow. So I can use normal Linux commands like LSUSB to interact with the device. What's the architecture to make that work?
1: Great. So this this tool takes advantage of existing USB IP protocol support in the Linux kernel, uh, which in this case acts as a USB IP client. And it also adds USB IP server support on Windows. So the way that this works is that USB IO messages are forwarded from the Windows server to the Linux client, uh, which uh, using uh, TCP IP. Recent changes in the official WSL Linux kernel configuration enable this USB IP support.
0: So does this mean that WSL has full USB support now?
1: Not quite yet, but the WSL team is working on it. For now, however, we wanted to provide a still a way for users to debug and test their devices using WSL.
0: So what boards can I use this with?
1: We tested this feature with Azure IoT boards and ST-Link baseboards, and it should be compatible with any other device that utilizes bulk endpoints.
0: Okay, is there plan support coming for other boards and devices?
1: For now, the devices which are fully supported are the so-called bulk endpoints uh, devices, which include a wide array of development boards, uh, feature support for webcams, joysticks, and other peripherals could be added by enabling other uh, USB transfer modes.
0: You mentioned earlier that this is third-party. Who is the owner, and did Microsoft contribute to this project?
1: That's right. Uh, this is a third-party community-supported project, uh, which I contributed features to. The owner of this tool is Franz, Franz uh, van Dorselier, and I would like to give a give a huge shout out to him uh, for all the help that he did uh, uh, that he gave us this summer.
0: Awesome! I'm excited to try it. Uh, Where do I go to give feedback or contribute?
1: So if you would like to give feedback or contribute to this project, you can go to the USB IPD win uh, project and open an issue or PR. Uh, We would love to see how uh, you're using this tool and if you have any issues with it.
0: If you'd like to get started, check out aka.ms WSL-USBIP and you can also file feedback on that site. We also have a whole bunch of great documentation on WSL and IoT development on our docs websites and on the command line blog. Thanks for tuning in.